Love Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. Let's begin our wonderful program today right with our pillars of light, right with that song, this light of mine. So let's light up our light. So everybody take a deep breath. Smiles on your faces. And light up your beautiful diamonds in your mind, in your heart, and in your solar plexus, your divine will. We're going to talk about that today. See them all beautifully connected in this gorgeous pillar of light that is you. Reach down and connect into the crystal core of Mother Earth and feel her love coming up into your heart. And reach up and grab hands with Mother and Father God right there, hands waiting Thank you. Expand all around you and connect with your family on the ground and above and the light workers around the world. Wonderful. Thanks, everyone. I'm going to pass the talking stick to Christine for a decree for this, this afternoon. Thank you, Meg. Hey, everybody. We are super excited to be together. And I begin Blazing God's Will on Earth, a decree sent to us from Marcia, and it's one of my favorites. And it is on bringing God's will as our will. Join me in your heart. In the full power and authority of the beloved presence of God, I am. We, the children of Earth, humbly come to the throne of our Mother, Father, to invoke into the physical plane of earth the most intensified activity of God's will ever manifested in the history of time. We ask the legions of light serving our sweet mother earth to absorb this divine essence into every fiber of their beings and project it into the heart flames and conscious minds of every person upon and within this planet. 
blaze the cosmic flame of God's will through each soul and wash away all desire for destructive activity that impedes our desire to do God's will. Help each soul to become and remain obedient to the law of harmony and be God in action at all times. Reveal through the flame of illumination the divine purpose and plan for each soul that we embody spiritual courage to fulfill our plan to perfection. May the light of God that is eternally victorious illuminate all humanity that we may fulfill our purpose in divine perfection. Let the will of God manifest in, through, and around all beings and within Mother Earth now and forever. We accept your will, dear Mother and Father God, manifesting now. So be it. In your most holy name, I am. You were born to light up the world. So be it. So be it. Thank you, Christine. Oh, thank you, Christine. So be it. you what that girl can do some decrees thank you christine (laughs) (laughs) yes well let me just give a quick hello and a couple of little things and then we're just going to get the party started so welcome to channel panel every day um, everyone this is Catherine, christine and meg our family above and all the light workers around the world like christine said so happy to be with you today we have such good news and fun stories to share with you So grab a cup of tea and snuggle close shoulder to shoulder and come around the family hearth like we always like to do. We're in a new phase of this beautiful divine manifesting will on earth and co-creating together. We're going to share some more about that, but I know you're already feeling those energies. Today is October 30th, 2016, and our show today is entitled God's Will is My Will. Come to dinner, Harvey. And for those of you who don't know, that is a nickname that's flying around our wonderful RV team for the prosperity funds that are literally flowing across the planet as we speak, not even waiting for them anymore. They are flowing across the planet. So we'll have more about that from our beautiful Christine and Michael. For those of you who'd like to connect with us more, in addition to this blog talk call, you can find more information on our website, Who Needs Light. There you'll find Dr. Catherine May's book, Who Needs Light, as whether as well as other channeled messages. You can also sign up with the sign-up button there for our New Earth Times newsletter, which is overseen by our beautiful Archangel Michael and Christine and includes many other messages from our lightworkers around the world. You can sign up there, and that will come right to your box. And we also have a Facebook page. You can like Who Needs Light. And with that, I'll give a quick Megan Owen report, and then we'll invite everybody in to share their stories today. I just think that the energies that I'm feeling with um, Owen and the rest of the beautiful family in my life right now are these simple pleasures of being at home, sharing the simple beauties, the small kindnesses, and the easy smiles. 
it seems like my life has gotten so amazingly simple. I used to say boring, but I don't do that anymore. I just say simple and easy with time with my animals, with grocery shopping for yummy organic food and cooking simple meals, sharing small times with my friends and family, not even going far away, just enjoying the land we're on and and being simple and enjoying the small beauties of the world. So it's a sweet place to be, and I'm enjoying that right now, getting ready for the beautiful changes that are coming across our planet. So I'm breathing deep in the simplicity of life right now and enjoying things to come. So speaking of fun stories, I'm going to pass the talking stick to Christine because she has a beautiful, fun story to share about her multidimensional times with her twin. Hey, Christine, come on in. And Catherine, say hello. You haven't said official hello. Come on, say hello first before we go any further. Well, it looks like, oh, here we are. Here we are. That wasn't long. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when we I got a cut off, so just carry away. For a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're back, Meg. You go okay, on. Okay, good. Well, I don't know where I got cut off, so how about we'll just leave it at that. And I wanted you to bring your voice and just say, hey, everybody, before Christine told her fun story about her deer. Oh, sure. This is Catherine. I'm happy to say hello to everybody. Um, we're, you were talking about how you're happy with the simple pleasures of life. Oh, my goodness. I'm celebrating every moment here. And I'll have a story to tell in a little while. So Christine is going to is going to take the talking stick now, and I think she has some help for our transmuters. So she's going to begin with that, and then we'll after your Megan Owen report. If you're if you're uh, com- if you've completed that, we missed a bit of it, so we don't know the end of your. Uh, what you've just told everybody. So then, I think Christine you got the gist. Her yeah, story you got the in a gist. Simple pleasure. Here she is. Good. Hey there. Well, that was lame. I was hanging on every word, Meg. <laughs> and we had the hilarious power outage. Give me a break. But I've decided just to enjoy all these things because, hey, we're looking at the last of them. The last interferences. The last, so I'm 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 looking at them, Meg, like sort of nostalgically, like oh, hmm. interference, <laughs> and I use it then immediately to start talking. Okay, anyone who is fussing with things, you know that I have always said for many years, in spirit and aloud. Anyone coming to me for any reason is officially reporting to the light. So congratulations and welcome home to the light. (laughs) And so, yeah, take that opportunity to just welcome them all in. (laughs) We're glad you're with us. (laughs) Oh, we're we're checking on things here. Are we good, Catherine? No, I need to call in to the start meeting. Let Meg know. Yeah, Meg. Yeah. I have a little complication here. I'm going to have to call back in on the start meeting oh, uh, sure. conference okay. call. So there's some I'll people waiting there. I'll give everybody that there. information while you do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Be right back with you. 
Okay, thanks, Catherine. Yeah, so for those of you who also like to listen on your phone instead of on your Internet, we have a start meeting conference call. If you'd like to call in on your phone and listen to this, and also the messages are archived, you can call in as a guest to 76 – oh, I'm sorry. Here it is, 701-801-1220. That's the meeting number to start meeting. And then you hit your ID number, 856-768-151-POUND. And then you're there to be able to listen live to the show. All right, and we're back together. Hey, Catherine. together. just a little longer than it normally is, but that's okay. Hi, we're back. Oh, there you are. Hi. I'm here with Christine. Okay, good. Everybody's back together again. In my hello today, I just wanted to reach out immediately to the transmuters. Um, I'm hurting a lot. We're transmuting still more than ever. Because with each moment we transmute, our capacity grows to be able to transmute. And the opportunity increases from the company of heaven. They offer us a greater load to transmute. Now, to say we were born for this is absolutely correct. But last night, Sananda came and talked to me for a long time because he too wanted to reassure me and all of us, all of you, all of you, everyone on this call is a transmuter. Everyone on earth is transmuting. It's something as simple as when we choose to be kind instead of impatient. That is a transmutation of impatience into love. And it goes all the way to those like many, many of you, who take on an even wider, bigger, heavier load, denser load, let's say, and you transmute on a global scale. Now, there's only one way to transmute, as we have talked about many times, and that's sincerely through our own experiences, our own clearings, Our own inner deep diving is the answer and the way all of us transmute. None of us skip that and just say, I'll just clean global energies. It wouldn't be meaningful. We're here doing this job together that we trained for and agreed to do. And it's really full on right now. When you transmute on a global scale, What does that obviously mean then? That your personal experiences are even more intense since that is the very mechanism 
of how we compassionately change, transform fear, anger, misuse, abuse, slavery, all of it. We requalify it into God's love. I just wanted to reach out and let you know, yes, it's full on right now, and we are okay. Reach out in your heart to each other, to me. Many of you do all the time, and I am here. I see you. I hear you. The company of heaven sees you and hears you. Your other transmuters feel you. Other light workers who are doing their jobs as gatekeepers, as light bearers, as all kinds, all the way to boots on the ground for the practical jobs of lawyer and combinations of security and gatekeeper and on the ground and through the dimensions and all of the above. We all hold a unique combination of jobs that every one of us is transmuting the most we've ever done at this moment. So let that alone be a comfort. We're doing it. We are doing what we were born to accomplish. And stay honest about how it feels to do this. You've got to be able to say, whoa, that's why Sananda came. Because I had tears that it's painful. And I had to talk to him in my heart. Because I still had carry beliefs that a light worker should look like they're spewing roses all the time. <laughs> it shouldn't look like I look. Gray, green, and throwing up. So many toxic energies are passing through my being and my body to be formed and transmuted into love by the choices in my heart. I had something much more glamorous, I envisioned. <laughs> Not that my big point in many days would be changing flannel pajamas into a fresh pair. <laughs> okay? So you've got to tell the truth about how it is. Then we hold hands with each other. And then we look to our dear, dear Mother Earth, who is unfathomably transmuting for longer than I can understand or get my head around or my feelings. I, I can't st stretch to what it is she does every day, much less how long she's done it for. And we just go moment to moment. And the more we choose love, and it's in any of its forms, humor, gentleness, wonder, gratitude, that there is transmuting. And that is what carries us through. And Sananda has patiently, patiently told me time and time again, every single light worker chose every kind of job. And it is truly false propaganda to think it looks a particular way. The quality of a light worker is to choose love in the face of things, not to 
to skip having a bad time and just always look like everything is a piece of cake. It's the quality of a light worker on earth at this time is to choose love, and that is transmuting at its finest. So hang on, everybody. Hang on together. Hang on to each other. Hang on to the company of heaven. Let's all join together and hang on to earth. I want to just give you this last, um, it's so uplifted me in the wee-wee hours of this morning. Yeah, transmuters, the heavy-duty transmuters really don't sleep that much. And, yes, the really heavy ones have tremendous physical, emotional, mental pain of some sort. It's how they're bringing the big loads through is by those challenges choosing love in the midst of them. Here is update Gaia Portal. You guys know I love Gaia Portal, but it's so light and coded, these words. But this is just for us today. Update Gaia Portal. Serrated torches cleave the undesired. Partialities are masked and deleted. Fires of higher energetics precede the armies of joy. Gaia is reborn. Now, I went ahead and I did ask about the serrated torches cleaving the undesired because I immediately was like, wait a minute, we also stand for the undesired. And partialities are, um, are masked and deleted. Now, this, this is specifically, not exclusively, but quite specifically referring to thought forms, and many things of a different nature that don't necessarily have a soul. However, based on the interceding requests of light workers, every thought form, everything is given opportunity to become light. And after all, when they are returned to the sea of light, it is so. So this is not through a method of suffering. <laughs> We are the light, after all. Okay, so hang on to each other, dear transmuters. You are seen and you are held. All righty. Let's see, Meg, what, what's up? What's next? Oh, yeah, wait. well. Catherine has something important. Here we go. In her hello. Yeah. It's very wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this just in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, came through from our wonderful family member, Jacques. And it is such a a good follow-on from what Christine was just talking about. So here is Jacques' response to... I decide and I choose. And this is his uh, statement about his connection to God's will. So here's how Jacques put it. I decide and I choose. God, to be in service and to be the will of Mother, Father, God. I decide and I choose to go for it, to choose love, 
and to be truthful at every opportunity and with self-honesty. I decide and I choose to respect and to encourage every truth-teller. I decide and I choose the best trajectory for my ascension and for the ascension of every being on earth. I decide and I choose my life plan. And I decide and I choose to celebrate. <laughs> Yahoo, he says. <laughs> so that's a wonderful introduction to all the things we're going to talk about today about choosing the will of God. So I'm going to turn this back to you now, Meg. Are you ready? Yes. Has she? Have you finished your um, Megan Owen report? Yes, I think the gist is out in the ethers. I feel complete. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Thank so you. then, um, then I'll let you introduce Christine <laughs> with her interdimensional twin flame date story. <laughs> Which, and now I was here to witness this whole thing, so I'm going to be putting in my two cents about it too. But before you, before she starts that, I just want to add a little comment about her story about transmuting. I've been here the whole time, and I can tell you, yes, there were times when her body looked green and gray, <laughs> and she was truly sick in her physical being. But never once did her light wane. Always. She was shining. It's, it's really incredible to me that she was able to be so determined and so steadfast. And in the most awful, awful moments when she was in excruciating pain, she would say, Mother and Father, please help the transmuters because I know they're all as sick as I am. She always included it in her prayers everyone else who was working hard and in pain as well. And never once did she falter. Never for a second did she falter from, I am doing this, this is my mission, I'm here to accomplish this, and I'm in it for the long run. And if it's another day, okay, I can do it. Another week, okay, whatever it takes. So that's our Christine. <laughs> now, I'm going to turn her over to tell this very hilarious story. Well, I'm going to let her give you all the details, and maybe I'll get a chance to embellish it a bit. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you for that. Hey, man, we're light workers. This is what we do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Meg, thanks, because I, I wasn't going to tell this story, and I told it to Meg, and she was like, oh, you are telling that. <laughs> 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 okay, because, and it is good, huh, Meg, because, I mean, I like how you put it. it this is part of living God's will. Well, yeah, but let me... Yeah, let me you? sort of 
Yeah, I will because when you know when you're just talking with friends about what your life is like, and you share your fun <laughs> stories. <laughs> Um, I really noticed how Christine has been such a um, a wonderful mentor for me in divine will. And this story, when she was telling me this, was a outpouring of her divine will, which starts with a beautiful animal and, and leads to another beautiful animal. And I wanted her to share it because it's it's the way I have learned to call forward and work in co-creation with all of you and with my family above and with Mother and Father God. And it's um, such an example of the simplest things that can become such a powerful way to connect with Mother and Father and with your twin and with your family and just with love that I wanted her to give you the pieces of how it manifested as an example of what we can do now with these amazing light energies. So use this as an example in your own life to create how you create in your own sphere and see how simple and fun it can be. So thank you for sharing it, Christine. You're not always so nanny about telling your <laughs> your everyday life, but I, I'm going to put you on the spot because I think it's a great example. So thanks for doing that. Oh, the only way I can do this is to talk to everyone here because I don't care what's going on or what we have moments of or what we think or don't think. We're a family. So in the same way, I tell my girl Meg everything because she is my sister my friend, my confidant, my trusted advisor. So the only way I can do this is to just tell you all like I tell my Meg. (laughs) (laughs) So here goes. (laughs) Thank you, Meg. All right. Well, hmm, where to begin? It's so juicy. I was looking here for, on the New York uh, on, <laughs> on the New York home homestead as we like to call it now. Well, several things have been going on. One is Catherine has given me free range to free reign to move things, throw things out, rearrange furniture, decorate as I see fit. That's one piece to know right out of the gate. Then also There have been so many deer around this season. We have had a spectacular fall. And the deer seem to just be living it up extra because of it. And, you know, our animal communicator, who we often speak of, our very, very cherished, beloved Sharon, she taught me many years ago to sing my heart song through the sound, Hugh. H-U, the sound of creation. So you've heard me over the years tell stories about how I did it to the dolphins and the miracles that happened and all that. Well, lately I've been singing them hue to the deer. And so now there's just deer everywhere around the house. And like Sharon told me, I'm not allowed to sing hue to the bears. It's that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know. Okay, so 
now there is just the yard, and I'm talking about two feet from the window with us inside carrying on like no nobody's business, laughing loud. You know how we are. So then there's deer right there, just bold as can be. I started really appreciating their spirit and feeling them deeply and the gift deer are to us. The message they just are by being themselves, which is uh, all of, I'm all about, like, let's just be ourselves. <laughs> That's the whole point. And these deer have just touched me so deeply. Well, then I was like, okay, I'm, Catherine's letting me redecorate. I don't like that huge painting anymore. Suddenly, you know how it gets in the kitchen. I want to put up a deer, <laughs> but I had this specific design. I wanted a big deer with a beautiful face and a presence, maybe two deer, like a twin flame deer. <laughs> I'm fantasizing about this because this is part of how I transmute. I go on these little exciting, I'm going to put the deer in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm going to bring the outside inside. <laughs> You know, we got to get through how we get through, right? As long as it's filled with love and laughter. Okay, so I'm going on this. And then slowly, you know, we do a lot of sacred work and grid work and middle of the night work and legions of angels work and go check on every single team member work and gather the higher selves work. And we do all this really sacred, important, gorgeous true fill my destiny work yes with my twin flame build the rainbow bridge all of it that's all true and we do that every day that's our existence and (laughs) he starts getting involved my twin flame starts getting involved in like my i mean y'all know i'm talking about my high or as meg would say y'all know I'm talking about my higher dimensional twin flame that's in a higher dimension that I like to hang out in too. (laughs) Okay. While embodied, nobody leave their body. Our bodies are very important and beautiful. We're staying in our bodies while we connect with our twin flames. Now, of course, I'll cut to the chase. This whole thing is because this is possible for every single person, not just possible, But hold on to your hats because it's coming for you. This is for you in your own way with your beautiful, irreplaceable twin flame who loves and cherishes you. And if you're a light worker on earth right now, your twin flame in a higher dimension as well as your higher self are absolutely helping you. So there is no one left out of this. Got me? No one. We're all in the big, what is it if it's a double date? It's the everybody on the call date. (laughs) Okay? So, I tell you. So he starts getting involved. He thinks subtly, but he's never subtle. So it's like, hey, when you're really hurting, he tells me fun things. Like, why don't you go on this site and look up pictures of deer? You love deer with paintings, with birds in their antlers so then I'm kind of impressed because honestly I've really had this thing in my life for paintings 
of deer with birds in the antlers. So I'm like, oh, wow, my twin flame really knows me. <laughs> so I feel really warmed by that, you know, because I never told him that. He just had to see me living my life to know it. Like in West Seattle, there was this artist, and she would always, her paintings would be in the Starbucks, and I can't find her because, oh, I just would admire this art that would come with the birds and the deer antlers and the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful deer she painted. Okay, so then he's like, well, go on the Internet. Look up beautiful paintings of deer with birds in the antlers. And then, so then I'm doing this for days and days. Oh, yeah, some, someday soon. That, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to find these artists. I'm going to buy all of them and give them to everyone. Everyone I love is going to have deer with birds and their antlers in their home. <laughs> so to me, this is just as good as it gets. The rainbow bridge is fully open, and I'm in love and understood. Oh, that's only where it gets going. Then I'm told, okay, go to, you want in the kitchen. But I've decided that whenever the company of heaven asks me to do something very, very challenging and difficult, I will do it immediately. But when they ask me to do something that's very easy and joy-filled, <laughs> I hesitate and bargain and say, oh, I'll do that later. Or do you, do you mean now? Or Especially if it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been noticing that and healing that because that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So then it starts to get even more. Because I'm in a lot of pain these days, as I told you. The pain is way, way back up. That's okay. That means we're close to really important things happening, and we're clearing the way for them to happen. So I'm okay with it, but it's been a lot. So then it's like, go on this site and look at this deer. And, oh, there's a deer tapestry. Go look on this site. And I'm just so excited because I can hear my twin flame. And then when I go there on the Internet, it's there. So that, to me, is just the end-all, be-all. Like, to me, that's, well, we're together. What could be better? So then, pretty soon, I'm still fantasizing about someday my dear painting in the kitchen. And then Catherine comes back from the cabin in Canada and her uh, profound isolation time where she just broke through to all the heavens. She did it. And um, we're celebrating here for Catherine's permanent, lasting, stable, joyful breakthroughs. And um, so then my twin flame says, you're going to go out to lunch, which is a big deal. We don't leave the homestead because I live in flannel pajamas, as I said. <laughs> so that means putting on <laughs> jeans. With deer on. <laughs> yeah, my flannel pajamas have deer. Oh, by the way, weird things started happening. Like a pillow with a deer on it showed up with no receipt, no anything. Now, there's some light worker who sends us surprises, but then it wasn't even him. And he does it because he loves us so much and he encourages us and he knows it gets rough. Luis. But... It wasn't even from him. This was like just out of the blue, if you know what I mean. And then 
matching pajamas that match the pillows show up. I did not buy these things. I promise you. I did not order. No, no. <laughs> and they start showing up. Well, how does that work? Yeah, even for me, who's pretty darn flexible and imaginative, that blows me away, right? <laughs> this is amazing. And I haven't told anyone out loud. And these things start showing up. Okay, so we're going to go on a lunch date. Catherine's back from the cabin. We've broken through a huge level of our work. We're really excited. It's a huge deal. I'm going to put on real clothes. So out we go. And my twin flame says, all right, you're going to drive. I'm going to drive, which he loves to drive. So in my body, he drives. And I'm telling you, this is possible for all of you. This is not special. I'm just more flexible than you for another minute. But if you be flexible and open too, this is for you. And even if you're not, guess what? If you're on this call, it's coming sooner than you imagine. So get excited. All right. So my twin flame's driving us through my me and <laughs> says, all right, we're going to go to the, sh uh, you know, your grocery store you go to, we're going to go across the street to a store. And Catherine, I can't even see or imagine what store it is. So we park and then there's this Pier 1, which we've never seen, I swear. Huge Pier 1 across the big, busy highway street. So we go in there. We walk in the door, and it is like the deer gods threw up deer everywhere. There are deer. There are shining deer. There are miniature deer. There are sh sparkling deer. There's gold deer. There's real, la real deer, kind of. There's pillows of deer, paintings of deer. There's deer everywhere. Everywhere. Where? And if you look down an aisle and there'll be a whole bunch of pillows on a wall, but then the, what you see right in the middle is a big row of deer pillows. Like, it was outrageous. And I knew because I was shivering and shuddering and happy and filled with love and awe and tears of joy, I knew, sure, now, you can immediately go and say, yeah, but this year, Pier 1's theme of sales is deer. But this is not the level we're talking about. <laughs> I know my twin flame has been here. <laughs> and I know this deer date is for me. And I am just completely in awe of love because I'm very loving and creative and I cannot imagine this date I'm now on. And then I get to share it with Catherine and she's here too and she feels it and sees it too. It just means all the more, right? When we share together, it means that's the treasure. That's the riches. All right. So we are going back into the depths of the store, the clearance which I always call the clearance clearance section, is full of deer. <laughs> There's ugly deer, weird deer, gorgeous deer, and we are just floored. And and I I ask my twin flame, like, what happened here? <laughs> he, he says, well, you know, because of your faith, I knew you'd know it was me. But you wouldn't believe how many angels it took for how long to get everybody to in, in so inspired <laughs> to put the deer everywhere. 
a lot of this deer isn't scheduled to be out yet. <laughs> We've been working on this. But it didn't even matter. I already knew. I knew. I didn't need verification because the feeling was so beautiful. So I'm guided and just by, you know, guided means, come on, guys, you all know guided. It means I got this feeling, go to the back of the store. Now, the just the difference about me, a thinner veil is just, I don't fight it. I go to the back of the store. So if you want a thinner veil, when you get a feeling like that, just do it. If it's a bad feeling, question. Is this a bad feeling because something's not okay here? Or is it a bad feeling because I have a belief coming up to be cleared in the name of love? Oh, transmuted. All right. So me and my thin veil go to the back of the store. Catherine's right with me. And we're looking and laughing as hard as we can because all the way to the back, 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 end row of the clearance, clearance section of the store is deer everywhere. I mean, deer clocks. Yeah, deer deer clocks, deer paintings, deer statues. It's really unbelievable. Like, we, we, I promise, as enthusiastic as we are, we are not exaggerating. Okay, so we get to the very, very back, and there it is, just sitting there, triple sale off for $69. I'm not even kidding you. There is this giant, possible mass reproduction, possibly just put there 10 minutes ago by my twin flame, who knows, who cares, painting of the most amazing deer. And it's the deer that is on the picture we sent out with the notice for the call. It's the deer that if you're listening on blog talk, it's posted as the main picture of this show. There is this deer like standing on this ice lake with a row of trees behind it. But already imbued in the deer's eyes was my twin flame's essence. I didn't care if this was a Picasso or a (laughs) potato. I was completely floored, leveled. So you better know that that $69 triple on sale ginormous painting came right home with us. And it's looking at us, right? We're now. sitting in front of it at the kitchen table <laughs> talking to you. But the amount of love and care that that took And my twin flame just said, this is how not only I feel about you, this is how we all feel about all of you. What you're doing when you choose love in the midst of the painful circumstances you are all enduring in the final moments of slavery on earth, it's so much more than we can possibly show you even with a deer date. And I was like, well, you did a pretty good run at it. Mm-hmm. But he's, he was so sincere and full of emotion, and he just said to me, no, this is how we feel. You think it's amazing that we love you. You're amazing. You're the amazing ones. We are standing on your shoulders because you are where it is tough. And you are the ones being loving and fulfilling our shared mission. 
which is, frankly, yes, we're at our capacity too, but it's easy to do from this side. But from where you are, your constant gift to us is that you are choosing love anyway. So that's when we really wanted to share our date with you. (laughs) And every word is true. And just imagine, like, this didn't need an RV or an announcement. And it's not, it's just, it's already here, everybody. And we just need to reach out and trust that it's true that goodness wins the day now, that love has won, and that we are safe. So with that, I'm going to give it back to Catherine and Meg. Thank you so (laughs) much for being my family and my friends and listen to my story just the way I would tell it to Meg. (laughs) I love you. Oh, we love you, Christine. Oh, and she really means it. It's it's so here for each and every one of us, and we already are experiencing it. Sometimes even things like, oh, my gosh, thank you, Owen, for reminding me to go back and get my sheets for the day. Seriously, it's just the smallest little sweetness that comes in that that now we know that's it, that's love, that's what love does. Because they're with you and surround you and lets you forget nothing and takes you on dates and and makes you find just the right coffee blend that you love and and every time you go to the store there's more of something you love and divine will. You know that's that's what the that's what will is for us. God's will is for us. Is this level of love? Well, I can tell you, I was there in the store, <laughs> and I thought I had faith before, but every aisle, every turn, every laugh we had together, I was just stunned. I was just stunned at what was happening. All the way from take this road, turn left, now park, to to the deer picture. And I'm telling you, I, I have to confess, I told Christine, I, I used to be an art snob. <laughs> if it was an oil painting, it had to be an original. You know, and how could an original end up at Pier 1? But... This is the most beautiful tear, and its its eyes are looking at us with such feeling, and the essence of love and life and God emanate from this picture in such a beautiful way that I'm just blown away every time I look at it, and every time I think of that experience in the store of... Here's Christine's twin flame. Every aisle, every time you turn around, there's a picture of something that made us laugh. Or, I mean, I was just in awe the whole time. So I can confirm everything she said and more. It was, well, it upped my faith, I can tell you. Mm. <laughs> I, you know, a whole lot. 
And now I never, ever, ever question. When I get a nudge, I jump up and follow it because look what happens when you do. <laughs> the floodgates of love just open and you're showered with the most wonderful feelings and experiences. So, like Christine said, it's like the RV has already happened here because abundance and love is just everywhere. Thank you for your story, Christine, (laughs) and thank you. And I hope everybody has a twin flame story to tell next week. (laughs) Like that one. Oh, their twin flames hope so, too. Oh, yes, their twin (laughs) flames hope so, too, in case you didn't hear that, everybody. Okay, well, I have a story to tell, too. So I guess I'll just launch in and share my story. Um, I've asked Sananda to be here with me and Michael and St. Germain, and I'm wearing my... I'm wearing my violet flame sweater. It's like purple blue. So I'm ready to talk about about the changes and the revelations that I discovered in the past weeks and months. A lot of you know from former shows that I was doing some deep diving and I, you know, told you a little bit about how I found myself doing things I was not at all proud of and struggling with, well, it got worse. (laughs) I thought I'd cleared it all and everything's fine, and it got worse and worse and worse. Now, I'll try to describe to you what worse means. We're talking about God's will on this show, and this is, My story is really about my alignment or resistance against God's will. Now, I don't fully understand everything that happened. Well, most of it, really. I don't fully understand the meaning of it or why I experienced these things, but I do know my experience of it. And what I know is that in the last 10 months or so, I was asked to review and experience and transmute a lifetime of inclination toward um, wanting to gloss over things a bit, wanting to put it under the rug, not really wanting to deny if I'd really done something that was mean. And that was really at the essence of it. Transmuting requires transparency. And this is my was my lesson. And especially in the last weeks, Christine has been here, being Christine, <clears throat> in all her light. And it was her part of the job. And let me tell you, I was not easy. <laughs> It was her part of the job to hold the line, to speak for the company of heaven, and to always hold me to being completely truthful, completely transparent. And let me tell you, I was kicking and screaming. And especially in in the recent weeks, it got harder and harder. 
And what I was feeling, it was harder and harder for her because she had to keep putting her foot. And I had to keep looking at what she was saying. And I knew every single time, I knew in my heart that she was right. And that I, sorry. (laughs) I'm so grateful. (laughs) And I knew I had to listen. I had to find a way in my heart to follow what I was being told by the company of heaven when everything inside me felt like it was rebelling. And I would, and then I would do something that I, I would look at it and go, oh, I just said something just hideously mean. <laughs> and I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. And then I would go, oh, wait a minute, I can't say that. I have to acknowledge I said it. So I can't say I didn't mean it. I can say in my heart I don't want to go down that road and I want to do something to change it. But I really vividly saw in recent just weeks and days, in order to transmute it, I had to go directly to the feeling and be absolutely truthful. Yes, I did it. And somewhere in me I could even say I did it and I'm glad. And I'm defying everything. I'm defying mother and father. So there were moments where I would feel this insane feeling that I was hopeless or I was belligerent or I was denying everything, but shame was a big, big element of it. I would feel totally ashamed and then hopeless and then afraid, and I would go through this whole cycle. And at the worst moments, I really know what they mean by the dark night. It was a dark night. (laughs) Dark night of the soul. So I had to keep calling on mother and father and Sananda and Michael and St. Germain and Sanat Kumara, even my brother who passed, (laughs) all came to help me. Okay, now... (laughs) Come. <laughs> I looked at it, and there were times when I called on mother and father, and I couldn't hear them. I couldn't hear Sananda or Michael. I couldn't hear the company of heaven, but I knew they were there. And Christine kept telling me they were there. So I had to face that, yes, I was experiencing evil. And I saw it. I felt it. I smelled it. It had a terrible, like, odor, acrid, acrid energy about it. Mm-hmm. Mucky, dirty, yucky, dark. I could identify it and say, oh, my God, there were times when I was attracted to that. There were times when I was... Not that I liked it, but there was something pulling me in the direction of that. 
those feelings of separation and defiance. And I just kept saying, Mother and Father, help me here. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't seem to get to the bottom of this. But then I would have a session where I'd say, okay, here's what I saw myself do. Here's what I heard myself think. And I would acknowledge it to myself that there was something really dark or destructive about it, sometimes destructive toward myself a lot of the time. And the more I thought about it and looked at it and reported, I would just say, okay, I see I just did that. I see how dark it is. I did that. It came from me somehow. I decide, I decree that this is not who I am in the deepest place in my heart. This is not light, and it is not love, and it's not who I am. I choose love. And I had to keep doing that over and over again. And each time I got more honest about it, each time I became more transparent with myself, and I said, I did do that. I did think those things. I did say that. And then I started to feel what Christine just said, which is, oh, well, uh-huh, I did. So what? I did. A lot of people say those things and think those things. And I'm here to say I choose love instead. And I hope that helps other people because I'm seeing some something here that's really important and really deep about transparency. So transparency is not about seeing what other people did to you (laughs) or acknowledging what a victim you've really been in your life and what a shame that you couldn't help it. No. (laughs) Transparency is, yeah, that happened a long time ago, and I, yes, I was a child, and yes, this place is difficult, but that's not what this is about. This is about my choice right now, my choice to align with the will of God mm. and to mm. find the place in my heart where I utterly, absolutely align myself with God. And then Christine called and said, I have a a message for you from Archangel Michael. He says, (laughs) look, Catherine, you've painted yourself into a corner. There are places where you're loving, and you keep pointing to the loving places. Look at the places where you feel the energy of predator. And I went, whoa, I see the feeling, the energy of being a predator is all about evil. It's about trying to devour others or defeat others or be on top or be more important or be special and so on. We each have our own, you know, flair for how we do that. And I saw it, because he described it that way, I saw it as the terrain I was standing on. 
It's like there was a land that was all of that. And in that land, people are predators. They fight with each other. They struggle. They, they believe it's a dog-eat-dog world. All that is, it's like it's a territory that we have inhabited. And I saw it. And I went, wait a minute, I'm standing on the territory that is everything we're trying to leave behind. That is the delusion. That's the delusion we created to experience here. And I am leaving it behind right this minute. (laughs) And I started dancing around. I was at the cabin in Canada. I started dancing around and singing and calling on Michael and saying, thank you, Michael, I see it, I see it. Okay, I'm leaving this behind. I'm going to stand in God's love and God's light. And I felt it pour down through me. (laughs) Sorry, it's still new. (laughs) So I'm a little overwhelmed by the feelings of gratitude and love. I felt the love just pour down over me. Filled my heart, filled my thoughts, filled my body, and I I felt it for the first time, I think in this lifetime, that all of me was feeling love in every cell in my body, in every thought, (laughs) and every feeling, and in the deepest part of my heart, it just, it's like it warmed and rose up and filled me and then spilled over to everything around me and I just felt such love I couldn't wait to hug Christine I couldn't (laughs) wait to hug Che I couldn't wait to be home I was so happy and I, I can say I have never felt so clear and so at peace I felt this tremendous peace just come over me. And I just knew from now on, everything's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) And I danced around singing, I am happy. (laughs) So I can confirm everything that's been said about transmuting You can't just look at something and transmute it. You have to know where it came from in yourself. You have to feel how you've experienced that, how you've been there, how you know what that is that you're transmuting. And then we can clear. We can clear all of this and we can do it together because we've all been there some way or another. We've all experienced these things because that's what we came here for. So, yeah, there were times that felt hopeless or or just overwhelming. But once I truly chose the light, it felt it went way beyond a choice. It went to I am the light. I am the love. And I feel mother and father here with me inside and out. 
all around me in the deer that come to the yard, and they they truly walk right into the yard and look in the window at us. And we talk to them and say hello, and they blink and don't flinch. They stand right there and keep on eating. With their babies. With the babies. So it's like the mother saying, yeah, isn't this pretty? Look, here are some flowers over here they've left for us to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I felt ever since. It was like I, you know, stepped off that territory and into love. And never would I ever go back. It's not even, doesn't even come up. So from now on, here's the good news, I can channel again. (laughs) That's really good news for me because, boy, did I miss it. But they weren't even giving me any messages. You may have noticed Christine's been doing all the channeling (laughs) because I was sitting there like uh, (laughs) tongue-tied by all this stuff. So I had to come through completely. And now they're telling me they're going to take me to another whole level, and the channeling is going to be really fun. And everything, of course, everything's changing. So it's not just the RV. We're all changing. And what we do and what we experience is all changing. So welcome to the ride, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Right. Don't stop till it feels fabulous. And I'm telling you, it does. So keep on keeping on, everybody. We have all taken a piece of this. We have all agreed to experience these things and to share it with each other. So everybody out there is doing their own part of this, leaving behind the old stuff, seeing it for what it was, Owning up to our part in it and then toss it aside and move on down the road. (laughs) So that's my report. (laughs) Oh, Catherine, thank you so much. That was just brilliant to listen to. Thank you. Oh, I saw so lots of little pieces that were just gems for me and I know everybody feels the same. Thank you so much for your for your sharing. It means the world to us and thank you Christine for being there and holding your hand every second. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey Meg. Are you ready to channel Owen? I am ready. He is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Meg, I get to introduce you and Owen. Owen, yes, one claim to fame flame, is that Owen is Meg's twin flame. But Owen knows every word Catherine spoke. Because in this very lifetime, he came through that and more. His story is so inspiring for all of us. I love Owen very much, and I feel so 
lucky that Owen talks to me. <laughs> he is a being of great integrity and presence, and um, he's he's gallant all the time because of his integrity and his strength that has come from making choice after choice after choice until he was free in the higher dimensions, as Catherine has described. But my favorite part of Owen, I've got to confess, is how he loves Meg. So, channeling her twin flame Owen, here's Meg and Owen. (laughs) Thank you, dear sister Christine. Yes. (laughs) This is your friend, Owen, your brother, Catherine. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) For who you are, for your choices, for the place you went and the place you are now. We are breathtaking by you. And thank you, Christine, for holding her hand and never letting go, which is where we are now. We're never letting go. It was not an option. Imagination. But we hold hands across this bridge and are never letting go. So hello, everyone. Thank you for letting me have that personal message to my dear sister, Catherine. So in light of our beautiful story with Michael and Christine who light up the world with their love, I have a come closer to your twin flame exercise. As they say, the divine will is for us to feel this love. And one way we can is by remembering your twin heart, your one heart that is always with you, that is an aspect of mother and father's love with you, just like all your family is. But this one's extra close. And I say to Meg often, feel me in your in-breath and feel me on your exhale. For that is how close we are. And that is how close your twins are. Every in-breath, And every exhale. Talk about transparency. I'm telling you. So, this is what I think would be fun. In both areas of your life, even though it's just one beautiful, loving life, but we like to say my personal life and my work life. So we'll take... I would like, and your twin flames would love, if you would give them a loving assignment. Yes, a loving assignment. They want to be at your beck and call. So think of one place in your personal life and one place in your professional life or your transmuting life or your volunteer life or your whatever you consider that you're service is and ask your twin flame 
to complete this loving assignment for you. I'll tell you what Meg does in her treatment room every day. She says, after she calls in all the teams to help with the people that come for healing, she asks me to look in their heart and give them a special gift. And she knows that's what I love to do. So that's the way Meg does it. Think of a way that you can ask your twin flame for a loving project and be selfish. None of this putting off asking your twin flame for something that's extra yummy and sweet. That's what they adore to do, something yummy and sweet. Twin flame, whatever your name is, I don't care. You're my yummy half and my yummy self. All through the night, I want you to send me your loving energy in every moment of my dream state. Let me know you are breathing with me. Give me a special message in my dream. Twin Flame, drive the car with me and the songs on the radio that are meant just for me. I want you to be my DJ. Twin Flame, while I am transmuting, I want you to send me deer pictures. <laughs> Everything, anything like that. But ask them to be so close, shoulder to shoulder. And it's your way of channeling. It's your way of feeling across the rainbow bridge. Oh, I can hear everybody thinking the thoughts already. Oh, you're amazing. Oh, we love you so. We love you so. We want to be close, close, close. Ask us to be closer. This is your dear, loving Owen. Thank you for letting me be so close today. Namaste, everyone. Oh, thank thank you, you, Owen and Meg. It was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's lovely to hear how, how the energy and the voice of a twin flame can flow through you so easily and gently. It's really lovely to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm so excited for everybody. I want them to write their assignments and tell me. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Sure, we love to hear. We want to hear about your twin flame stories, everybody. (laughs) We sure do. Transmuting stories, twin yes. flame stories. Will of God. Oh, and especially oh. your will of God stories. Oh, yes. Yes. We would really oh. like to. We treasure hearing from y'all so much. So now I'm going to yeah. pass the talking oh. stick to. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead okay. and introduce. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I will. To introduce. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry we're talking over each other, sweet girl. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're excited. Okay. I'm really excited about all this. <clears throat> I, I'm well, going to add one with, more, one more yes, word. My twin flame has said, you're getting back on the horse. <laughs> you're going to be channeling now. So this is my back on the horse channeling time. Yes. So I'm going to let you introduce. Oh, I do love that. Thank you, Catherine. 
And we will, of course, welcome our dear brother, Sananda, with Catherine. Welcome, Sananda. Oh, so good to hear from you. Greetings, dear Meg. Yes, this is Sananda. And, of course, the family of the company of heaven is here with all of you, with all of us. We're gathered round. We're so delighted at you connecting with us and connecting with each of you with your twin flames. It's so exciting to us. And you, you're beginning to see how close we all are to each other and to you. And so we communicate at all times with your twin flame. We know when we speak through our channels that we're bringing the voice of your twin flame through as well to you. So let's think of this as a celebration. As Catherine is back on the channeling horse, and I'm here to to gladly bring through this message of celebration for all of you and all of us on this eve of the RV. We are celebrating. We are as excited and expectant as you are. We are all having that feeling of anticipation and joy like Christmas Eve. Remember when you were a child and the joyful anticipation was everywhere. This is how we're all feeling. We touch you, you touch us closer and closer every day. So I offered to Catherine, now that she's back on the horse, I showed her an image. We can ride on the horse. We can fly. And I'm inviting each one of you. Call on me if you'd like to ride. Take a a flying ride on my horse. Or call on your twin flame. And ask them to come for a ride with you with this feeling of exhilaration and pleasure and anticipation of all the beautiful changes and abundance that is flowing your way is already in the atmosphere, in the air you breathe, in the light coming from Mother and Father God. All of us are basking in the heightened light and love coming from the great central sun. So with that image, I invite you all to ride with me. Ride with your twin flame. I love you all. I am your Sananda. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. Oh, thank you, Sananda. It was wonderful. He's riding off into the sunset. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. (laughs) Yes. Okay, this is Catherine. I turn it back to you, Meg. (laughs) Oh, Catherine, thank you. We celebrate. Oh, I could see the winged chariots. 
And now we pass a talking stick to our beloved Michael through Christine. Welcome, dear brother Michael. Hello. Thank you, beautiful Meg. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes, it most certainly is your brother Michael. What a gathering this is. How brightly you are all shining. I affirm and reaffirm that there is not one second, not one experience, not one moment where you are alone on the surface. Never despair again. The new day has dawned. You are a child of God. All is good and well and right in the kingdom of God, which is everything. We are quite moved and inspired today by all of you, your responses, your stories, your willingness. Across this planet, hearts are flying open to receive their twin flames, to take Sananda up on his ride, to dig deeper, shine brighter. But I'll tell you, it's not special. It's what you always do. You hear the sound of my voice right now, whether it's in this moment live or this moment live on the archive, as I like to say. It's what you always do. You always come through. What does that mean? You know. No matter what experience, contract, portion of your life plan, reclamation of your so-called karma presents, you choose love. That's why I like to call you our sure thing. Because you are. You are the army of light. Let's get to some global currency reset news, why don't we? (laughs) (laughs) The redemption window is and remains wide open. I'll give you this bit of a nugget. We confirm, the company of heaven, that those living outside the United States, when the Now legendary 800 numbers are released in the United States and Canada. We encourage you, wherever you're living in the world, to go ahead and call and let them know the currency you have, the location you have, and your intentions, which is the service of humanity to freedom, which is your much-cherished and now deeply felt and understood within your very self. Motivation, which is your piece of the healing of earth. Tell it like it is. They're prepared to hear it. And there's nothing else to tell now except the truth of your soul. Another nugget, the 
privately negotiated exchange rates or the privately negotiated rates, sometimes known in inner circles as PNE or PNR, also called at times in conversation circles and planning meetings, the sovereign rates. Not meaning sovereign like a nation, meaning sovereign as a child of God come to earth to set themselves and others free. Now I quickly say, of course you can't set another free. But in the way you have been set up to tumble into freedom and the way you have served and held on, so too will you now make possible for others making it possible, that's providing freedom. And watch your brothers and sisters choose. This is what we get to watch with you now. We watch you choose love. We watch you choose truth, freedom, prosperity already. No matter what's going on. And now... We are so excited because you are going to get to turn around and with your offering to be a vessel of God's prosperity. That's all we've done is offer to be the same. And when you turn around and offer that and then you get to watch others not only accept but grab hold and no matter what it looks like or how messy they think it is, you're going to be Well, your hearts are going to melt like ours do at their tenacity, their courage, their creativity. As they grab on to God's love and say, I know this, this matches what I've been keeping safe deep, deep in here. And you're going to watch them bloom open like we watch you bloom open. And we're all going to be doing it together. You are a sovereign now. You are free. It has been done. You have heart. You are dipped in honesty. You have your humanitarian projects, which just means you are ready to love your brothers and sisters in a real, lasting, and practical way. You are transparent. These are all the qualities of now. These are all the qualities of new earth. These are all the qualities of who you truly are as a being. So I'll just take this wonderful opportunity to point out that if you are depressed, currently, angry, disappointed, demanding for yourself, um, you're just hanging on to the used-to-be's. Because if you hear the sound of my voice now and feel the reach of my love, you've already transcended that meaning you don't need to choose to push repeat again. (laughs) Now, of course, you're tired. You are 
plum-worn out transmuters, you are feeling tremendous amounts of physical or emotional or mental or a combination of all of the above pain. And we thank you and we support you. And no one knows better than you that in the midst of that, you are capable of choosing to reside in the meadow of your heart where while you are tired, while you are challenged physically or mentally or emotionally or all of the above, financially, you are capable of peace. You are more than capable of joy until it spills out as laughter. You can make the difference. Yeah, we have this super fancy transmuting title. But all of you right now are capable of choosing faith. In fact, you're not only capable of it, you agreed to it before you came here, that in this moment you said, you can count on me. I will choose divine trust. I will hang on to the highest good of all, which is God's will. I will stay in exuberant anticipation. I will choose gratitude no matter how low I seem to get. God's will is my will. This is how I live. You want to know what it's like to be in the company of heaven? Repeat after me. God's will is my will. Welcome to the higher dimensions. You repeat that until there's no doubt in you that it's so. God's will ends suffering. God's will may or may not match your current preferences, which doesn't matter. Who wants preferences that don't align with God's will? God's will is the highest good of all, always. Here's one. God's will is fun. (laughs) God's will just might be easier. It is. God's will is the redemption you have committed to fulfill. Ask, check in, decree, demand. Always, not often, always is my will God's will until the question evaporates because you are absolutely certain through all states of being and dimensions that it is so. Then you and I will sit and have an herbal tea because that's what my day is. Continue, family, to choose peace. Allow the joy to come. Hold fast to your faith. That is the bridge to aligning your will with God's will. 
Proclaim the knowing that burns a sacred fire within you. For example, the knowing that the global currency reset will happen in God's will, which means it will be released at the moment that is absolutely the highest good of all, for all, period, nothing else possible. Already determined? Of course, it's happening inside and outside of time, in God's will. Such amazing moments are already here. You cannot possibly know from your seat in the stadium how much your faith turns the tide and holds the light high and steady. I love you. I thank you. And I, Michael, offer all of my will to be God's will. Now, in all dimensions, realities, experiences, may my will only be God's will. Thank you, family of light, for your service. We stand by your side. I bow to you. I am your brother, Archangel Michael. Meg, Catherine, Christine. Yes, thank you, Michael. Thank you. I feel like your words were going in my heart. What a loving transmission. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) Well, there's nothing left but the hoo-hoo and goodbye, and we love you. So, everybody, (laughs) please say your goodbyes, my sweet sisters, and whatever you have to say to these amazing listeners. And here's some of our favorite music. I have a goodbye. I just want to thank everyone for the letters, the words of encouragement, Mm -hmm. for meeting through consciousness on the long nights, for fulfilling your quiet job. It's anything but thankless. Every choice has mattered to lift us all. Mm -hmm. I have seen you be flawless. You are my inspiration. Thank you for your donations. They have allowed us to work full out around the clock. Thank you. And to get the deer picture. Thank you for your tenderness and your kindness and for holding fast. I will admire you forever. Yes. And I want to thank everyone for the love they sent me while I was deep diving and doing that work we described earlier. It really helped me. I felt being uplifted by everyone who was sending their love. So thank you all. Love you. We love you. Love you, Meg. Yes. So glad to be together. We'll see each other soon. Love you, company of heaven. (laughs) Bye-bye, everyone.